Today, my brothers and sisters, is the fourth Sunday after Pascha, also known as the Sunday of the Paralytic. We heard, we hear continuously during these days miraculous stories. Today, we heard of a man who was paralyzed for many, many years, sitting next to the pool of Siloam. And there he waited, as there was a tradition amongst the Jews, a custom, that an angel of the Lord would come down and stir the water, literally stir the water, and whoever went in first after this stirring of the water, this troubling of the water, would be healed of whatever disease he had. And therefore, at these pools, these porches around the pool of Siloam, there, it was full of people who were blind, lame, paradised, paralyzed, and so on and so forth. And there they waited. <clears throat> However, they, this man was at a disadvantage, for it took him great effort and a lot of time to get into the water, so somebody would always beat him into the pool. And Christ, passing by, sees him as he lay for 37 years. And Christ knew, of course, that he was there a long time. And it's important to note what he asked him. Do you want to be made well? Do you want to be healed? It might appear to be a silly question. What person who is paralyzed would not want to be healed? Or what person that is sick might not want to be healed? And yet the fathers of the church so wisely today remind us that we need to put ourselves in the position of the paralyzed man. And Christ is not only speaking to him today, but also to us. The real question is, do we want to be made well? Do we want to be healed? You might be thinking, I'm not paralyzed. And yet the great saints of the church would say that Christ is not talking about our physical ailments, although he could be, but he's also talking about our spiritual ailments. You know that in some way or another, all of us are paralyzed spiritually. All of us needs God's, need God's healing and help. And so today... Christ asks us, do we want to be made well? Assuming that we do, and I only can assume because you know that all of us in dealing with passions and sins can become awfully comfortable. In fact, it is the state that we know best. And you see that even the paralyzed man after being healed, life was not so easy. Christ heals him, just with his word, by the way. He didn't make him get into the water. He told him to pick up his pallet, his bed, and to walk. And immediately he was abused. The Jews yelled at him for, doing, for holding his bed up and for walking on the Sabbath. When we are healed or rather the journey to being healed, 
is not an easy one. It is not always pleasant. However, the end result is the sweetest thing in the world. To be healed physically and spiritually, to be unified with Christ, to not worry about the insignificant things anymore, but to look deep into our own selves, to honestly examine what needs to be healed within us, and to offer glory to God for all the good things and all the blessings, for the healings, for the miracles in our lives, small or great. There is also some other lesson in this gospel, many others actually. Healing and receiving what we need and what we want, two very different things, by the way, takes patience and humility. How long did this man wait next to the pool? We are living in a day and an age where many of us are frustrated. We are growing impatient. We don't understand why certain things are happening or not happening. And it's okay. Truly, these are frustrating days. And I'm not going to argue whether we are right or wrong in wanting one thing or not wanting another. More importantly, whatever we want, whatever we think we need, it will be an incredible blessing if we learn to have humility, patience, in waiting for them. God knows what we need. We only know what we want. May the paralytic inspire us. May the miracle bring hope and courage and joy to our lives. One other side note. Today we also celebrate Simon the Zealot. St. Simon, one of the apostles, who many people know, have heard of him. They know he was an apostle, but they don't know exactly who he was. In the Gospel of John, after the resurrection, we, he focuses on seven signs, St. John, seven miracles that highlight Christ as God and they bring importance to the miracle of the resurrection. One of those signs or miracles was the, turn, the changing of, wine, of water into wine at the wedding of Cana. At the wedding of Cana, there was a real bride and a real groom. It was a real wedding. And St. Simon the Zealot was the groom, the gabro, at the, at the miracle of the wedding of Cana, 